0: Hello, everybody. It is your friendly dog training mentor, April Boulevard. Thank you so much for coming in and listening to another one of my Why Does My Dog Do That podcast. So before we get into this week's podcast, let's get the formalities out of the way. First of all, if you're enjoying these podcasts, please favorite and subscribe so you don't miss them. Also, if you're really enjoying them, don't forget to leave a favorable review on places like iTunes and Google, so that way your fellow dog lovers will find these podcasts a lot easier. And finally, if you think that these podcasts are awesome sauce, you can go to anchor.fm backslash dogmentor and leave me a monetary thank you. Buy me a cup of coffee. I greatly appreciate it. If you do do this, please screenshot it and send it to me at dogtrainerhk at yahoo.com. I'll have that in the descriptions because I want to give you a shout out on my podcast and also a gift. So now that we've got the formalities out of the way, let's get into the podcast. So today we're going to talk about recall, what it is, um, if you actually need it, and what's the best way to train your dog to do it, and can you even get 100% compliance. So find out all that and more in today's podcast. So recall. Recall is when you are able to get your dog to come back to you. And um, it is one of, I feel, the most important things that you can teach your dog. Why? Because it could save your dog's life. Now, if you're a person like me, um, who can't have a fenced-in yard, our ground isn't level, um, it's on a slope, Uh, recall is kind of a necessity because letting my dogs out I don't have a fence to stop them and so uh, recalls a no-brainer but if you do have a fence in area and that's where you let in your dogs you may think that you might not need recall but I think every dog should have um, that training and Of course, one of the top questions that I get asked as a dog trainer is, can I have 100% compliance for recall? And my answer to that is no. Um, Your dog is a living thing. It's not a robot. If it was a robot, I'd say yes, we can program it. And it would 100% always come back uh, when you called it. But really, for a dog, it is whatever it finds the most rewarding behavior is what your dog is going to do. So if perchance your dog finds that squirrel or whatever they're going after more rewarding than you, they will choose that. So I can can never guarantee 100% compliance on recall. Um, Any dog trainer who does tell you that is lying. There's no way that you can be sure that a person or an animal is gonna do a hundred something a hundred percent of the time but I can give you 90 plus compliance for sure um, and recall is so important because if perchance even if your dog is in the yard if it ever gets away from you or someone leaves the gate open um, you're able to get that dog back but The way to really make sure that you get as close as you can to that 100% compliance of the recall queue is making it a positive experience. You have to make coming to you seem like the most rewarding and amazing thing ever. Um, If you make coming to you hugely wonderful. like a tub full of sausages (laughs) and bacon, Um, your dog is going to choose you pretty much the majority of the time, if not all the time. So make sure that when you do train for the recall cue, that you set your dog up to succeed and you don't punish your dog for not coming to you. That is one of the hardest things. And I'm going to be honest with you and be transparent. And there are times when, especially with Coco right now, um, he has to be on a leash outside now because he'll just take off. And when I do get him back to the house, there's times when I want to scold him. I want to, you know, yell at him because I'm so frustrated because I just spent like 10 minutes chasing him all around, you know, my yard, my neighbor's yard, and up the street. But if I do that, then I'm making that thing that I'm trying to do, have my dog come to me when I call him, not rewarding. He's gonna be like, I'm not coming. She's mad. (laughs) She's gonna punish me. She's gonna yell at me. Um, I'm gonna get the finger pointed at me. And why would your dog wanna come? Why would your dog wanna come to you, right? So while you're doing that, While you're training, the recall cue, it is imperative, as hard as it is, to not get mad at your dog or yell or punish your dog in any way if they do refuse to come to you because then you are just going to make it even harder for you to get that compliance when you do get a strong recall because you want your dog to always think that every time they come to you, it's a positive experience. Look, if your dog runs across the street into a busy road, yes, you're gonna be frustrated and you're gonna be pissed off and you're gonna be mad at your dog, but would you rather hold that back and have your dog come to you to safety and get your dog back to a safe place, or would you rather have your dog be fearful of you because you they know that you're going to get yelled at or hit and not come to you? So with that being said, that is why you must always make it a positive experience. If you want the highest amount of compliance you can get uh, for your dog to come to you, then you have to, have to make it a positive experience and never a negative experience for your dog to come to you so you can never call your dog over at any time even after your dog has learned the recall cue and punish them because that's going to take all that hard work that you put on establishing that recall cue and throw it out the window so you want to keep it a positive experience you want your dog to think that coming to you is like you know the best thing in the world and that's when you're going to have the almost 100% recall. So definitely find a dog trainer that's going to teach you positive methods with how to teach that recall. And remember, as hard as it is, we cannot get mad or yell or hit our dog for not coming to us because that's going to ruin the thing that we want our dog to do, which is come to us. If a dog thinks that they're going to get in trouble, just like a kid they're not gonna come to you. They're gonna hide, they're gonna run, they're gonna take off. And that could be the difference between your dog coming back to you and being safe and your dog taking off and getting hit by a car. So definitely never make your dog coming to you a bad experience in any any way. Make it a positive experience, use positive methods, to do that recall and definitely teach your dog recall. Whether you have a yard or not, whether you think that your dog is ever gonna be in a situation where you would need to use it or not, it could save your dog's life. It could, um, you know, help you in some way if your dog is walking one day in the park and its leash snaps. I mean, you never know what could happen. So even though you might have a fenced-in yard, and you feel like your dog isn't ever going to get away from you, you don't want your dog free to run around, it's still such a good thing to have that recall cue. And then, of course, work with your dog periodically um, to reinforce it. Because just like us as humans, you can't teach a dog something and then not work with them with it ever again because they'll forget it. It's like we went to high school, right, and we learned what? Algebra or something or how to play the piano you haven't done it in years. Maybe you forget a lot of that Dogs are the same way So there's a lot of fun games that you can play periodically with your dog to help you reinforce that recall And one of them is kind of like a hide-and-seek game um, where you might hide and call your dog and reward them when they come so it's fun and it's going to keep that recall fresh. And then when you do need to use it, if you ever need to use it, you'll know that it's still fresh in your dog's mind. Your dog is still willing and wanting to come to you. So definitely teach the recall cue. Make sure that you do it positively. Never punish your dog for coming to you ever. Even if you're pissed off and it, and, and you just are so mad. <laughs> Hold that because you always want it to be a positive experience. And, of course, keep it fresh. Play games with your dog that are going to reinforce that recall cue so that if you do ever need to use it, your dog is going to know what to do. All right, I hope this helped you a little bit about, well, you know, if you were debating about using the recall cue, if it wasn't something that you taught and how to go about it. And I will see you again here next week. Take care of your dogs and love them. They'll love you for it. Hey, thank you so much for listening to my, why does my dog do that podcast? Um, Definitely check out some of the older ones if this is your first time listening. And hey, don't forget, now Anchor allows you to leave a voice message on any place that you listen to this podcast. So I want to hear from you. Please send me your questions, your comments, your suggestions. Um, I love to hear from you. And also, don't forget to favorite and subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. And if you listen to some of these podcasts, you're really enjoying them, please, if you could, do me the favor of leaving a review on someplace like iTunes. It just helps other dog lovers find these podcasts a lot easier. I hope you have a great week, and I see you back here next week.